Omis, welcome to the news of the week. My name is Shark11, and with me, as always, is Dropkick Stratego. How are you oh, going? Kick, kick, kick. Hey, Mark, what is up? We're back. <laughs> Running the news of the week as we've had a little bit of, we had a few bumps in the road over the last couple of weeks because there's just been so much going on. Maybe not from, you know, kind of public facing side, but we're trying to, you know, reorg a 150 person, um, you know, organization. So things, things are tricky, but we're trying our best here. So, but maybe, maybe you can run us through. You've been stepping up your Twitter game recently. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying. I guess, like, I guess if you're running, you know, community related things and you kind of have to, you have to somehow carve out time to, to tweet these days, unfortunately, which is it's kind of annoying. But anyway, apparently you've got to be active on Twitter to have influence. So All right. Influence all. All right. Let's kick off. Speaking of influencers, the editorial this week is ready for the bear. Uh, and this sort of a quote tweet from uh, Wagme Capital. A three three, who is a Omi been around quite a while, and um, I've noticed he's stepping up his uh, Twitter game recently also. Uh, but he had this banger tweet which goes like this: "It's times like these that I wish there was an asset that was predominantly backed by U.S. decentralized stablecoins, but also had a number of other highly reflexive call options embedded so that I could participate in the next leg of the DeFi bull market. So he's obviously, we think, there talking about Ohm. And then we sort of broke down what is like a type of asset you might love in the bear market. Uh, and it's one that is predominantly backed by decentralized units of the current reserve currency with calls on strategically important assets like FXS, Convex, Tribe, and Toke, and an interest in upcoming top-tier DeFi protocols like Fiat DAO, Vault, and Debt DAO. And it's just, you know, speaking for the people at Agora, saying, you know, the Agorians, they're comfy, right? They've got their own. They're not going anywhere. It's like trading below backing. It's not. It's not a. It's not a, a difficult thing to sort of uh, have in your wallet and sort of have that exposure to upside, but also have this very comfy stablecoin backing that that we have at the moment. So that's that. That's the uh, kind of editorial. Uh, I don't think that. I think like if there is a quote unquote bear market, it will be like kind of short like there's just too many exciting things happening for uh for people to stay away and like real kind of value being created this will be the first time with a decentralized reserve currency as a bear so we'll have to see what happens uh, but yeah very very I, I think it is time to take a look you know and see what are the benefits of ohm and what's kind of behind it well i think yeah in times like this um, you know, I think because markets might lose faith for whatever reason, normally reverts to straight up fundamentals or what's left to kind of, you know, back an asset. And, you know, as we all know, Ohm is backed and it is, uh, I think at, at this point it's uh, somewhere close to 90% or hovering thereabouts. So, um, I, uh, so I think moving into, I guess, like how we, uh, might, benefit from some of these 
highly reflexive call options built into Ohm itself is the request for comment for the Tracer perp market um, on Arbitrum. So uh, correct That's me if I'm wrong, That's a weird segue. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a segue because um, what's interesting about the perp markets is it's essentially um, no liquidation perps but that it doesn't it's not as uh it's not as uh, straightforward as that essentially there's like a, a leverage curve of sorts and it's like it kind of um you know eats at your capital specifically but doesn't necessarily liquidate you um m- maybe maybe you have a little bit more clarity on that i haven't feel like you are kind of deep deep in tracer or was at some point yeah the the cool product very bullish on their perp the v2 kind of perpetual pools which are i think they launched like at the end of the last month and they're just sort of picking up new different types of assets um but yeah i think they've got like a particular focus on real world assets like on chain because if you have like a chain link price feed then they can um sort of create the market for it so like you know if 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 you had uh, perpetual on oil, you might be a very rich person right now. <laughs> it, uh, it it's really like this any any type of asset you can that has a chain link price feed. So you can do yeah very very interesting real world applications, but also for like crypto as well. A really interesting part about Tracer is this sort of um, fully composable sort of. Uh, perpetual pools for stack yeah so it seems like yeah so it's like kind of you know long-term leverage without necessarily getting wrecked by volatility decay oh well i mean it's not free no well like you no 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 of course like there's there's a risk in everything but basically just to and i I think it's like what's actually important to note here is they're not really asking anything from us they're just basically being like you know do you want to kind of help us out with a bit of co-marketing but we're offering omis this cool product because it because it is like a permissionless market correct me if I'm wrong, with the V2 version. And then, like you said, that ability to create custom indices, um, you know, et cetera. So definitely go check that out at the forum. I think there's a lot of, you know, a lot more benefit there than there is, you know, um, necessary downside. Um, Up next, Mark, what do we got? We got the Olympus Pro recap for February 2022. Do you want to take us through this one, DK? Oh, yeah. So Olympus Pro Recap, um, February, we've kind of started, uh, we kind of kicked things off with our first Polygon partner being Crypto Raiders and also added Gamma, um, Taro Finance and Get Protocol, um, kind of split across Phantom uh, and Polygon there. And I think Mainnet as well being Gamma. Um, and obviously, we're starting to, we saw a little bit of a, a downtrend with the the overall revenue from Pro given, obviously, the market. Um, being a downturn itself, but other like otherwise, we we kind of brought in um, six hundred six hundred fifty thousand roughly in the month of February uh, at that rate with an annualized revenue of around nine million just just from the uh, that that kind of month alone. So exciting stuff, um, and I think. Well, we also expanded to optimism, right? <laughs> we forgot about optimism with with the uh, Tali's um, wrapped ETH bonds uh, going live just as just as we kind of pushed out the newsletter. But yes, permissionless OP. You say Tali's? Yeah. What do you do say? You think it Thal- is? Thals? Is it fails? I don't know. Isn't it fails? It's definitely. I don't know. I'm no, not, all right. I feel like well, um, let's. It could be th- uh, It could be fails. We'll leave it to the no, professionals. No, no. Maybe we need to. <laughs> we'll get to the bottom of it. 
All right. Um, but yeah, it, it, permissionless OP, very exciting. I think, I think that team uh, is is doing a lot of work within uh, the the DAO to try and like really expand to really oh, not expand, really expedite that process of moving towards the permissionless system. So I think that'll that'll be end up being a very big uh, value add. Um, once we kind of like streamline those processes. A new catalyst. <laughs> well, then we have TAP7, which is to whitelist Anchor protocol. Anchor is this sort of uh, multi-chain sort of protocol which allows you to deposit in your uh, UST and farm the Terra sort of lunar funding rate, which I think is like 15% or something um, from any chain. And you sort of put in your... Terra, and then it goes and farms it, and then you get this like a Terra back, which is like the representation of your position. So very interesting. Um, I think like <laughs> if there's any problem with that mechanism, then our UST won't be worth very much. It'd be similar to like having a failure in the LUSD sort of liquidation module. Um, very much a sort of inherent risk of the asset itself. So. Uh, I think it makes sense for us to be going and getting that yield. Um, so, yeah, have your say on the TAP proposal uh, for the Anchor uh, protocol whitelisting. Uh, then we had the uh, request for comment on which is best uh, the, for the e-staking platform, whether or not it's uh, Rocket Pool or Lido. Do you want to tell us about this one? So I guess like the two main things to think about here is Lido is currently obviously the industry like kind of standard for ETH staking. It's got almost like I think like going heading towards $10 billion worth of ETH or maybe I think it's like around six or seven at the moment, but definitely on its way as being like the biggest um, kind of service to have ETH locked in for the merge. And But the only issue there is like they have kind of it's quite centralized and they have very, like quite a um, low number of validators yeah. and then I guess on the other side Rocket Pool has a lot more validators but a lot thinner kind of uh, you know staked ETH so it's essentially do we it's the trade-off between decentralized and centralized and uh, thick and thin liquidity so yeah I think there's, a, there's some nice discussion being had on the forum so definitely go check that out uh, when you get a chance but I, I, I admittedly need to do a bit more research into some of the ETH um, staking platforms because i feel like i feel like this is coming sooner rather than later and i feel like it, it, it'll end up being like a a big catalyst for for everything DeFi. so yeah i reckon we'll end up half half but um yeah the merge coming up a couple of months away it's not mm-hmm, long mm-hmm. it's really not it's long. not it's mm-hmm. it's really caught me off guard a bit um but yeah definitely go check that on the forum you get a chance omis what do we what's the roundup what's the roundup uh, on, the, on the uh on the forums so we just do the inverse bonds first um if you are wondering what the inverse bonds are um we've got a little bit of a uh, detail about that we're just trying to keep up the education about inverse bonds because they'll be coming soon maybe if we keep trading below the sort of market backing so they will kick in at the liquid backing uh which is publicized on the website so i think we're still trading above the liquid backing which is like all the assets we can get at now so that won't include 
things like the FXS, which is locked up for like four years, or like the Convex, which we lock up every three months to like maximize our voting power. Um, but yeah, so uh, check that out if you are interested in the inverse bonds, which are of course are the this mechanism that can be employed to sort of bring the price back up towards um, a responsible, uh, respectable level, while also like increasing the value per and ohm for holders because it's only mm-hmm. selling back assets that for ohm uh, when it's sort of trading below that liquid market value. Yeah, so it's that yeah market value back backing and liquid backing. The main things that are differing were those like like swaps, revenue generation bonds, etc. It's everything that the treasury can spend on market operations, right? With the market value backing, and then the the liquid treasury backing is like includes the locked assets or reserves used for risk free. Yeah. Uh, then we had the OIP, the roundup for the OIPs this week. Do you want to tell us about these? Yeah, so we had we had OIP fifty one A, which is an an amendment to the strategic asset whitelist from a while back, but it was uh, proposing to add um, FDT and Butterfly to the whitelist of tokens that the DAO is it, it can is kind of pre approved to acquire through bonds or swaps or um, yeah market operations, and then eighty four was this strategic liquidity pairs to treasury. So kind of building on top of OIP 51A and it's kind of getting the community approval for bonding LP tokens from our, you know, partners with own uh, denominated pools up to kind of, you know, a specific capacity of that like LP amount. Um, so like 51A and 84 kind of, you know, there's a lot of crossovers there in, in kind of allowing Olympus to support its partners um, by, for example, acquiring like a butterfly ohm or, or like some portion of the butterfly ohm lp or um, fdt ohm liquidity for example when it when it makes sense yeah and then we also had uh oip 78 this is the data data swap with fey protocol so so rari um and what was 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 fey kind of merged to form the kind of the one protocol and now in that proposal was kind of to bond up to one percent of their pcv as ohm um and in return uh we're, we're getting Two million dollars worth of tribe—is that correct, or my or for or Faye specifically? Sorry, two million dollars swap. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Um, and essentially, you know, they've released a kind of product semi recently, being Tribe Turbo. So definitely, um, recommend that people go have a read about that one. Um, yeah, they kind of. Yeah, you could you might be able to touch on this. More, oh, more, more uh, well, Turbo is just sort of so they want to be able to say every Faye is backed but they might want to increase like the circulating fay so this would just lock your own, like your ohm and then they would it would only be like called upon in like a catastrophic failure of the whole tribe protocol and then um, if there's some like minor like you you're like kind of the last <laughs> in line kind of like in terms of creditors to the system uh, so it's like pretty you know it would be very small chance you know one would assume that something would go wrong with tribe because they've been running like so well um for like the past year or more than a year now and then what happens is that um you get like a portion of the interest earned on the fay that's sort of lent out whether or not it's into like a rari fuse pool or minted into compound or uh what have you but uh instead but 
so so they can still say it's like every single phase is fully backed, but they're able to sort of like explain the supply more quickly uh, in that respect. Uh, so also the Olympus will sort of take in some of these Fey bonds, um, which will be for the Fey stable coin, and then they'll bond in 1% of their protocol control value as own, which I think at the moment they have like 500 million or something. So that'll be like 5 million, <laughs> which should be cool. So next up we had uh, Odyssey Airdrop for the Omi Day NFT. Uh, this one, you should head to your wallet, check whether or not you have a uh, Omi Day NFT because this is the ticket that you will need in order to participate in the Genesis uh, NFT minting for Odyssey DAO, which will have this very interesting sort of utility behind the tokens, which I think they haven't alpha leaked yet. Uh, and then it'll also be your pass to um, access the NFT marketplace um, in a kind of like priority fashion. And I think also you'll get like a portion of the fees that are generated from the marketplace for holding the NFT. So quite valuable. I think those fees are paid paid out in Ohm as well, um, which is I, I think I don't well, know that if that's a bit of an sense. alpha leak. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I think <laughs> I think it's just uh, a very like Ohm ohm-centric um kind of everything nft related um and i think they're obviously getting closer to launch being you know around kind of april time don't want to jinx them don't want to like uh leak anything that's not true but that's uh that we because they had an ama in the main discord last week so they were kind of talking about and touching on that then instagram Apparently we're on Instagram now, uh, Mark. We've uh, kind of started to um, we've got build up a bit of presence on on Twitter. Uh, I think we're at 150k now, um, but Olympus has now uh, dipped its toes into the Mark Zuck owned uh, media platform, being Instagram. Which is I don't know if there's a big app. But like I'm I'm interested to kind of see how how that growth goes on Instagram because I know that like Instagram is just like a very different media platform to to kind of push content through um but i am interested to see see how um that adoption ticks up like the generation like who's now like 18 to like 25 is pretty into instagram i don't know you would know that being in that age yeah. i don't actually know am, how I, old am I in that age i don't know <laughs> so, <laughs> i try to work um, it out from your sort of <laughs> professional soccer days but i just doesn't i don't know how old you have to be to be that but Anyway, whatever. There are people um, on there. We know it because people have been scammed on there before. Yeah, so I think so. I think the main reason why, or one of the things that expedited this push to Instagram, is because there were just so many Olympus Dow scam pages being pushed up, and then people coming to the main Discord or trying to like get in contact with someone, being like, "Why did you push this uh, via Instagram when we just did not have you know an Instagram page at all?" So definitely. A little bit better now that people have that verified source that we do now have a Instagram page. So get those notifications on. I'm sure there'll be some very cool content pushed through there. Um, we have Twitter thread, Twitter thread of the week, forward guidance from um, the the Mr. Unbanksy himself. Yeah, this one, this one. So a lot of people were like, "What? You can't." You can't, this is price fixing. You can't do this. So this is like 
I don't like. I think people like overblew what he was actually saying here. All he's saying is, if the market is telling us, like, if the market is sort of behaving irrationally, then if you own the liquidity, you can tell people what the price is going to be and say, you know, we're going to make the liquidity, we're going to deploy it at this price because that's what the sensible price for it is. And if you own all the liquidity, then you can do that. And that's fine, right? So so I think the idea behind like discussing this was, say, we're trading like below market backing, and then um, the treasury team's like, well, actually, we've taken in like thin liquidity bonds. We've got much bigger treasury incubators done well. They've brought in like a few projects. We've got some token entitlements. And then OPs had like a killer month. And, you know, we've done some DAO swaps. Like, and then we made lots of like convex and sort of our other revenue streams. Then they might say, well, actually, this is irrational. We should be trading, you know, at a premium and we think it should be like 1.2 of the backing or whatever, right? And then what would happen is they would say, on this date, we're going to redeploy the liquidity to that price, right? So then what would happen? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Then what would happen is the market, say you're going to sell, say you're like, oh, I've got, I want to sell my own right? And it's like a week or two before you know the price is going to be at this new price, (laughs) then you're not going to sell, right? You're going to go, well, no, right? I'm going to wait until that time, right? And And then the market, like if you refuse to sell until the liquidity gets redeployed, then you're probably going to do that like a week or two beforehand. And if no one is willing to sell until the new price is set, then the new price will just become the price, right? So in the end, the I, the best outcome is Olympus doesn't have to do anything, right? Because the market will do it because it's the rational thing to do if you're like a seller, right? Is to wait until you sell it at that higher price. So because the market would know that it's happening, then the price would just sort of move to that point. And then if if the market was like, if the market knew Olympus was going to step in and make the price sort of correct up there at that price, then, then like, then it would be that price. So it'd be this like self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Like you would have guidance about what the central bank is doing and the central bank would be saying, well, this is what the price should be because of all these factors and we're going to make it so on a particular date and then in the lead up to that date you know the market's probably going to just say well if that's what the price is then i'm not going to sell until it's that price and then it actually just moves there and then the treasury doesn't have to do anything at all because it is that price already i mean that would be like the ideal outcome obviously um and like people would maybe sell like the first couple of times when it got up to that price but like you know, um, supporting a price makes sense, right? It's like trading below backing for us mm, doesn't make any yeah. sense. Price controls for any kind of... Well, I don't know, think... Entry. I wouldn't call yeah. it a price control. I would call it price guidance. Making, yeah, yeah, sure, you can call it... You can, you can definitely use different wording, but I, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Mm. <laughs> 
Well, the, I think the key thing here is that it's not like they're going to do it in. Not that even like this is a thing, right? Because this is no. This is just uh, Banksy thinking about it. But like, if if it were to be done, it would be sort of out in the open. It would be like a public statement. Mm. Like the price is like we're going to move the price to this price on this day, so everyone would know about it. Everyone would have like the same opportunity. Um, mm. And then and then yeah, like you would see like how that unfolds. But yeah. Who knows, right? Like, it's just uh, just an idea out there. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because this kind of, like, maybe, like, giving people that um, forward guidance would actually really tie tie well into this move away from passive to, like, participatory kind of model kind of proposed in that Bond-centric kind of paper slash chat that we had with Zeus on Agora a couple of weeks ago. Definitely worth checking out if you haven't already. But, yeah, I think uh, it's interesting to think about like that because, like, ultimately you know, these, having these kind of things in place would lead to like a much more efficient system by giving that guidance, but also encouraging participation. Interesting. Definitely, definitely something that we could unpack. Um, maybe in a, maybe a Gora needs to do a thread on this as well. <laughs> Meme of the week, Happy Omi Day by Shreddy. It's a, it's a lovely kind of celebration of Omi spirit on the third of the 3rd of March, um, the kind of official, not, not really official, but at least community decided official Olympus Day, even though Olympus hadn't launched um, then. We had a few kind of like little events and surprises um, during that day and um, Shreddy put out a, a, a funny meme to go alongside things. It's uh, Pepe belting out a tune atop a mountain with the um as the sun is rising behind him. Very powerful mm-hmm. meme. Euphoric. Yes. Euphoric. Very yeah. powerful. Uh, then we had Omi of the Week, NF Carlo Acutus. Um, he's, yeah, he's <laughs> around the DAO and the Discord a lot, uh, chatting, always down for a chat about uh, 20th century uh economists and kind of what their views are and kind of how that all ties into ohm um very important member of the community uh very glad to have him around and congratulations carlo on being omi of the week we had state of the dow update we won't bore you with that oh it's not boring it's no 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 it's uh it's it's a very i want we we're looking to kind of make state of the dow um, something that gives people a bit more of a insight into things that are going on internally. Um, so definitely not boring. It's definitely maybe we should have completely get rid of the editorial or put state of the as the first thing. I'm just kidding. Um, but there's oh, a few things going you just on. Didn't let me have my joke. Have your joke. No, Come on, hurry up. You, uh, go go go. No, jump you, in. You, jump your in. Your turn. What's the first item? Oh, what's the first item? So um, myself, I've kind of moving into running the community department, so community content, but I think it just makes more sense to call it community um, and just trying to basically f- better facilitate some of those working groups that fall under that you know, specific umbrella and just like get everything firing on all cylinders across kind of across this, the, the stack of community marketing and, and push out like a, you know, that one kind of consolidated vision um, for Olympus. So exciting. Very powerful. I'm just changing in real time. We've just renamed <laughs> it as a community. Thanks, Tritigo. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had everything else that's going on across engineering, give grants, pro operations, partnerships. Go give it a read. 
And uh, as always, opportunities to contribute. Things are starting to obviously change quite a bit um, internally within Olympus. We're trying to explore new ways to onboard people. Um, but kind of like getting into the DAO Discord and asking questions is always a good way to start and figure out how to, you know, get onboarded into something in into a role that really suits your skills. But um, we're, we're definitely some interesting things coming out of the DAO internally and like the vision forward. So I think like opportunities to contribute will still be there, but it'll definitely, the way to do so will probably change. So just keep an eye out on that um, moving forward. And I guess bits of the week. So we have to hit on our, our OG uh, segment. Yeah. Do you have anything for this week? Uh, I was, <laughs> I'm reading up about this. There's this Omi, he's called Bean Intern, and he like does stuff with um, Beanstalk, which is this really interesting uh algorithmic stable coin and it's like kind of like empty set dollar but like the mechanics are better for it i think uh it's been around a while they're growing like very slowly but like it's completely un un back you see i don't even know if i'm saying it right we're doing like a whiteboard session with like um with a couple of guys from Beanstalk so they can like explain it all. But like you buy, you can buy the future debt. Um, and every time there's the supply expands, then some of the debt is like give like when it trades above a dollar, they like print more and then half is given to like the governance token holders. And then half is given to people who've bought this kind of debt. Um, so I don't know, there's like a huge, but like, it's all in terms of like first in first out. So like, if you buy the debt earlier, then you get yours, then you get your debt payback earlier. So I think there's like 500, or I don't even want to say, we'll see what happens at the whiteboard. Session. Yeah, we need, we'll, we need we'll more, we need more, <laughs> we need more active shilling from the bean, the, the, the beanies or the. The beanstalks. I don't know. What, I don't know what they're. Well, we, I don't know how they identify. We need an explanation. Thanks. We do. We need. We need an explanation, and we're excited to to maybe like you know tr- try and try and push that to some people who are interested. If 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 there's some interest for something like that, um. So that's your bit. My bit. Oh, look, I, I'd say my bit is is obviously um you know moving into more of a leadership role within the DAO for me is quite exciting because. Because I, you know, really want to try and uh, do what I can uh, to potentially reshape the public perception of Olympus through 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 whether it be kind of re- like kind of re uh, revamping our branding and the way that we you know push out our narrative kind of you know moving forward. And I think education is um, will definitely be at the heart of of how we grow from here. So I'm I'm kind of excited to kind of work obviously first internally on trying to figure out where those responsibilities sit amongst some of the core and stratego folk and then obviously how to better you know um you know empower people within the community department to you know basically um, add more value to the down and also in turn um you know help help them kind of further benefit um themselves so exciting stuff very powerful. I'm glad that you're my friend. When you rise to the top, you'll be able oh, no, to, we... to give Agora more power. <laughs> the might of a fully functional and operational Death Star. That's what Palpatine says. Agora's going to completely 
replace Olympus. We're now competing with Olympus. <laughs> oh, we're gonna I'm, have our I'm, own coin. Yeah, no. exactly. No. What should we call the coin, guys? Come Drop on. actually bought this up like, <laughs> a couple of months ago. I was like, that's dumb. Let's not do that. Yeah. Hey, look, you have to have dumb ideas to have good ones. That's you true. Can't, you can't you have, have just all with, good ideas. Uh, no, you've got to be some shit ones Try before you get it right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Omis, we'll, uh, we'll leave it there. Enjoy that little news of the week. I'm glad we're going to be trying to really, really give you this this cadence of, of Mark and I, you know, um, going back and forth and hopefully bring on some other contributors uh, in the future. So looking forward to the next you, one. Amis. And uh, we love you all. We're still we'll, here. Uh, we're not going anywhere. And a bit of a bit of a um, alpha leak um, for next week's interview of the week. We will have um, Homewood. Homewood, who is our uh, ops uh, stratego on. So I think very, very fitting Everyone considering there's a lot Homewood. of things going on internally and uh, she's obviously playing a big part um, in the restructure itself. So excited to have her on. But uh, we'll, catch you, we'll catch you there, Nomis. Speak soon. And, see, ya. Uh, see ya. Bye. All right.